Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In space... No one can hear you scream. Unless you have a podcast. It's Space Castle! Join three nerds. I'm DT. I'm Alex. And I'm Seth. As they hurtle through space, debating movies, books, games, and answering your pop culture questions. All to maintain their own sanity. Space Castle your clubhouse, and ours for all things nerdy. Available wherever pods are casted. Engage intro voice. Murthers of all everythings. Welcome to Series 3, Episode 2. Or two and a half, if you count the cryptid logs. CK never has been that great with numbers. Anyway, this episode contains bad jokes that are suitable for all ages and, luckily for CK's sake, levels of humor. Rated S for silly. On with pod. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mirths and Monsters. I hope you're all happier than when the moon hit your eye like a big pizza pie. Even if that does sound rather sore. In this edition, I will be covering a subject that has been asked for a great deal by the lovely Mirthers across the globes. And now is that time to learn about, hear about, and, fingers and paws crossed, hear from, the Wendigo. No, you're terrified. I'm kidding, I'm not terrified. Oh yes he is, puny moderns. Shush, Ray. You are though. Okay, okay, I admit. 
that the Wendigo is a creature that I haven't as yet covered because, much to my shame, I have been sucked in by the whole, you know, they might eat people thingy. But that's my fault entirely. It's an irrational fear, obviously. I mean, I've met and interviewed werewolves, vampires, and even leprechauns. Did anything bad happen? No, of course not. Other than Drac constantly cheating at poker. He said he didn't. He told me he didn't use any hypnotic powers, but when I last played poker with the furry crew, I started to bray like a donkey whenever anyone said the word bet. That's besides the point. I got lured into the mythology of the Wendigo too deeply, and I shouldn't have. So, I have made a concerted effort to learn about this utterly fascinating creature. And that is what I'd like to share with you now. Murthers, to your learning hats. Furry crew, to the library. Are we ready? Time for the learning hats putting on ding-dongs. Here we go. Let's get this out of the way right now. This is mostly for my own benefit, by the way, because I've made this mistake for years and years. I'm going to give you some descriptions, and we are going to play Wendigo or Winnebago. Number one, can move a family of four on the freeway for miles without stopping. Shout out your answers. What's that? What's that one? No, that's a Winnebago. Number two, can range from nine to over 30 feet in length. What's that? Louder at the back. Correct, the Winnebago. And number three, the name comes from people who are indigenous to America. Uh Uh-huh, I hear Wendigos. I hear a lot of Wendigos. Well, my friends, that was a bit of a trick question, as both names, Winnebago and Wendigo, come from Native American culture. Holy moly! Yeah. The Winnebago tribe were settled in the northeastern area of Wisconsin, Green Bay to be more accurate, before they became more of a nomadic tribe going from place to place. Now, not to diminish them in any way, but this episode is about the Wendigo. I just thought it was an interesting little bit of info. So, let's get back to the non-four-wheel drive Wendigo. The Wendigo is, at first listen, An absolutely terrifying sounding beast. But, to second my points from earlier, so was the wolfman apparently, and we know that's not the case. And yes, so maybe the name Wendigo does roughly translate as the evil spirit that devours mankind. But hey, as Shakespeare said, what's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. 
and that was taken from his little known play Albert and Barbara Act 12 scene Banana. You get my point though. Yes, it has a scary name, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the Wendigo itself is a scary critter. What didn't help the issue is that in 1860 it was translated by a German explorer to mean cannibal. That just doesn't help anyone out really, does it? What about its habitat? Where did, and does, it like to hang out? Well, it's a monster after my own heart. Oh, I hope I don't regret that phrase when I meet one. What I mean is, it loves the cold. It has been known to live in Canada, and we all know that all of Canada is cold all the time. But old Wendy digs Ontario in particular. It also likes to hang out in the forests of the Great Lakes region, up at the Canadian-American border there. Also, they enjoy the delights that are offered in the Minnesota Northwoods region. And that right there is another argument that the Wendigo is not as scary as you think. What's ever come out of Minnesota that was in any way scary? I did a quick investigation. Chris Pratt. But that's quickly saved by the fact that Prince is also from there. Also, the accent. It's not the scariest thing in the world, is it? So what have we got so far? A horrific old monster who loves the cold and will eat humans. That just sounds like they've been to Glasgow on a Saturday night. I need more evidence of this so-called forest-dwelling terror. Okay, so, they say that looks aren't everything, but we do like to cover all aspects. So let's look into the physical descriptions of the old Wendigo. As with many cryptids that have been around so long that their stories are passed down either by mouth or by written word, there are a variety of descriptions of what they look like. However, I have found some more of the common traits of the Wendigo, this supposed horrific creature of the night. Let's have a look at my list here. Okay. Roughly 15 feet tall. Intimidating. Perhaps. Handy for getting things off the top shelf? Absolutely. What's next? Glowing eyes. That's just common sense, really. Torch eyes are just going to help you see better in the dark. Long yellow fangs. To be fair, I'm not sure how many dental hygienists there are in the woods of Minnesota. What about their claws? I've seen these described as terrible. Now... Terrible can be used in a few different contexts. This one, I assume, the writer meant scary. But, Your Honour, I refer back to my hitherto point of the lack of dental work available in the woods and say that manicurists are hard to come by also. I would argue that terrible could also mean not well cared for, or, as my old grandmother would have said, absolutely manky. What else do we have here? Mm, oh yeah, oh oh yeah. Even I found this one a bit odd in its use of wording. Overly long tongues. Not just long tongues, but overly long. When exactly is a tongue overly long? Here is why I think the use of the word overly is misplaced. Did you know? that the woodpecker has an incredibly long tongue. 
So long, in fact, it wraps it round the back of its brain. It has to, otherwise it'd be tripping up all the time. So, to be fair, some would say that that is overly long. However, the reason for this is that because the woodpecker bangs its head more than I did when I was in my twenties listening to my heavy music, it needs to protect the grey matter. And that's where the cushioning of the brain tongue comes in. It helps absorb the thumping caused by the woodpecker's repetitive beating. My point is, that's not overly long. It's handy. So, is the Wendigo's tongue really overly long? Or does it just, I don't know, use a lot of stamps? Does it lick a lot of stamps when it's sending out letters to potential dentists and manicurists? Maybe. The last two most common physical traits are pale yellowish skin and matted hair. That doesn't sound great, but it's hardly going to induce stomach-gurgling fear, is it? And it also makes sense. You live in the woods, or deep in the forests. You need to blend in. Looking like an old, mossy pile of leaves will do that. So when you put that together, then the image of a sickly, yellow-skinned, icky-haired being with glow-in-the-dark eyes, yellow fangs, long claws, and apparently a tongue so long that Indiana Jones could use it as a whip, then sure, maybe it does sound scary. And I know I was using seemingly flippant alternatives, But as we have learned from previous adventures in mirths and monsters, not everything is as it seems. If they were, not only would things be pretty boring, but David Copperfield would have been out of work a long time ago. Let me just go back to my list here. What else have I learned? It's diet. Oh yeah, it's diet. That consists of... uh, Ooh, okay. Um... Let me just change that to not a vegetarian. Moving on. When it comes to hunting, it is said to have almost supernatural speed, has an amazing gift for mimicry, and is very stealthy. So, yeah. It's got that going for it. My mirthers. My lovely mirthers. We all love to learn. We know this. But we also know that we dig the adventures that we have. So we've done a good bit of the theory. I believe it's time to do the practical and take ourselves on a journey. When you join me next time, me and the furry crew will be heading back to the 1800s to a place known as the Cave of the Wendigo, which is up in Ontario, Canada, and near the Mejigwest Lake. Books are Brilliant, for learning, for fun, for enjoyment, but hey, we know it's always better to hear it from the source, right? So join us next time, as me and the furry crew search for the not-at-all-I'm-sure-terrifying Wendigo. Till we speak again. Slancha my friends. Your good health.
Okie dokie, folkies. Just a couple of things I need to add. First of all, most importantly, got some new patrons, which I'm so happy about. So a massive thank you. And hello to Nichelle Schindler and Alyssa Davis. Thank you so much for becoming patrons to Mirths and Monsters. Thank you to everyone who is continuing to do so. If you would like to support the pod, you can do so at Mirths and Monsters. It's just patreon.com forward slash Mirths and Monsters. You could donate to the the Kofi Kofi account, which for me is Pepsi Max account. But you could do that. You could donate a couple of bucks and I can have a, a wee scoofy of juice. All the information you need is in the link tree. The last thing, or last two things now, I should say, I'm going to mention is that I have another two podcasts. Not so much for the family friendly. One is Infernal Souls, which I'm bringing back. That's going to be relaunching from the 31st of January, depending on when you're listening to this. If you listen to it today, it comes out on Monday. Also, me and my friend Suzanne St. John have started a true crime history podcast called CK's Killing It, True Crime and History. If you like true crime, if you like history, I would love it if you tried that out as well. Once again, all the links will be in the link tree in the show notes. And that is everything, my friends. So, till next time, take care of yourself and tatty fling. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.